doesn't mean you know it's kind of it's one of those things certain names going to hit certain people going to know it's not it's not a talent thing it's it's a well you know like if you put me in a board to vote for a country album if i see garth brooks on there there's, there's a chance i'm going just only because i'm not experienced enough in that genre to throw somebody else in there unless i heard one really good song from another artist i'm like oh i'll mess with his song so i'm gonna pick it up right so, you know, it's, it's, a, it's, a different, it's a different beast than that. Is hip-hop healthy right now? Healthy for the listeners or healthy? I mean, you can look at that question a bunch of different ways. You got a lot of rappers dying that aren't being killed. I think... DMX, Black Rob, Shock G. I think right now, hip-hop is aging. So because hip-hop is aging, and a lot of people don't take this into consideration, because hip-hop is aging, it's doing what every genre has done. So it's not even that hip-hop's watering down. Hip-hop is transforming into a no longer new genre. 
everything everyone is doing is pop. It's rock. They're rock stars. They're ODing. Rock stars did that shit in its 40th year rock. Right. You know, like, pop. Once they figured out you need to be fully fitted all the time, you need to be decked out in what you're wearing. It may not be jewelry. That might not be how they're doing it. But you can't tell me a Prince and a Michael Jackson didn't have some of the flyest, most expensive costumes whenever they stepped out. Yeah. That's their wardrobe. Hip-hop's wardrobe happens to be chains and Bentleys and all that. Having your makeup on, having your videographer, having somebody follow you around like you're important, being a diva. Hip-hop is aging. I think in the aging aspect, it's losing its rawest form. But I feel like that probably is true for every other genre. You know what I'm saying? Like, when blues came out, what? If people was dealing with the hardships and sitting on the corner and hitting blues, they ain't doing that now no more with blues. What it do, y'all? This is Marcel Cartel, OBSDR Black Fathers Committee. You tuned in right now to Master Musa. Check it out. When rock came out, you grabbed your homeboy on the corner who had a guitar, you grabbed the other boy who had drums, and y'all was in the basement yelling and screaming, and they ain't doing that no more with rock. You know what I'm saying? So I think, like, when you really look at where hip-hop is, the fight even more so in the urban culture. I ain't gonna say black, because hip-hop is fused with a bunch of different ethnicities. But we come from a different code of life. You know, a code of survival, a code of different street ethics, a code of brotherhood. But that's what the foundation of hip-hop was for. That's where it came from, right? You know what I'm saying? But now, if you really look at it, you know, it's, it's no different than being a hustler, grinding, getting your bread on the side, and, and, and figuring out every way in the street to make it, and then stepping into the corporate world where everybody's been. Like, you might have the same morals of getting money in your pocket, but you transforming to accommodate what's needed. You know what I mean? Like, right. So, as hip-hop is getting watered down, hip-hop is kind of more dominant than it's ever been and we were on the cusp of being the most dominant like we were on the cusp before social media really came out because everybody wanted to have to escalate everybody wanted to be at all the spring breaks with mtv and all that was rocking like everybody wanted to be that figure that icon but now with actual data to back it up hip-hop is blowing every other genre out the water 90 percent of tiktoks are made after hip-hop artists you know what i'm saying so we're dominating as frustrating as it be because it's not hip hop it's like hip hop you know what i mean like we yeah. we jumping into the pop genre of stuff like if you would have had the level of success now that we had when biggie and pop got killed like you'd have different results like you'd have people knowing who the killer was you'd have you wouldn't have had a whole east coast west coast beefing but you'd have the same morning when nip passed when dmx passed it didn't matter where they was from it didn't matter what rag association nip had everyone was like we're gonna respect an icon and peacefully celebrate there wasn't no you know there wasn't no beef on any kind of side trying to make something happen granted the circumstances were different but the point is the acknowledgement was different like you know so when you see stuff like people ODing, like what's different between rock 
we just are losing them like we're losing them different than what we're used to right you know what i'm saying like the street stuff because we're going into a pop situation and still carry ourselves like rappers it makes things very difficult but to keep it a hundred what's the difference between what's the difference between drake and a pop smoke rest in peace pop smoke you know what i'm saying like pop smoke's getting the recognition now right drake strategically talks street shit in most of his hits yeah drake strategically has beef with street people but drake ain't walking around without security he ain't walking around in high level areas that people can get close enough to touch him drake don't carry himself like a rapper he carries himself like a pop star Every hit, Drake just got artists of the decade. Drake knows damn well, look, if my pen is vicious and I can't make a melodic hook, I got a list of artists and songwriters that'll come in and do it and get the bag. You don't think Taylor Swift, Mariah Carey, all these different pop artists got this. Beyonce, Beyonce got easy 12 writers. That's the approach. Drake approaches, approaches rap. He's, he took it where people's mindset should have been before they did because he came in he came in as an outsider you know what I'm saying like right. when you come in from a different country when you come in from perspective to fail you approach it but the same dedication and sweat that you'll put into writing right now at this moment if, if the four of us sat right here and we had a beat and we had to hop on it my mission is not only to have a dope verse, but to eat y'all asses up. Yep. Friendly yep, competition. Yep. Now, hoping that the people who are in the... Ah, hoping that the people that are in attendance while we're doing this in the lab are going to say, Rodney, oh yeah, that, that wasn't the one. You're recording, Black. right? Yeah. Joe Black, that wasn't the one. Let me let y'all know. There's a lot of engineers and a lot of artists who intentionally have not released songs or fucked up my verse because they got ate up on their track. See, that's Period. some bullshit. And I mean, you know, it's one of those things, but you see it happen so much that you laugh. Because... I wouldn't believe you if I hadn't heard your shit myself. Yeah. So, like, oh, <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? But, but I go, oh, you fucked up on that mix. Good. How how my mix sound off? You don't want people to know how I'm eating you up on that track. Right. Or what happened to that track we released at this point? Or we wrote and did at this point. Oh, it's never going to drop. More than shots if you out in the field and you caught Concealed weapon, untouchable nigga, you not I take aim, blow flame, red flag Pick him up, he's a dead homie, body bag No cap on all the smoke, I keep it tough Face shots, call the doctor, sniff tough And I'm like, you can just rewrite your verse Like, I wrote my verse first, you should have been able to match it There's a lot of motherfuckers in the game that I think should have rewrote some shit Hold on, here, you can hit this, this has a little bit in it Yeah, you know, but and I mean, a lot of us are the bros and stuff too, but I mean, I, I understand the politics, the politics of the industry. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I get it. Like, and there's been some times to where I ain't gonna lie. I'll go back and play some tracks I was on and I will just skip to my verse because the, the person, other person on it might have not delivered 
to a level, but just because I'm Thankfully like, man. Thankfully for you, you, you've done a lot of features. But I, but I'll go you like. You did like four or five uh, features? Even on Cyphers and stuff, I'll be like, man, like, not skipping them disrespectfully, but because, like I said, I impress myself sometimes to where I'm like, man, that's crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like, because one thing I realized with writing, like, my approaches are changing, but, you know. I freestyle out, I will freestyle, and then the moment stuff starts hitting, then I start pinning it down, you know what I mean, like, oh, I like that, or I might just freestyle and let it out right there, but sometimes I just come up with so many crazy schemes that I'm like, oh, I want that part, I want that part, and then there's sometimes where I'm just like, you gave me a topic, now I'm gonna dissect this type topic deeper than what most people will catch, like, yeah, I remember we, we did a, um, we did a track, and you know, it, it has certain bars in it to where I'm like, no, nobody will ever catch that. But the fact that I thought about it is enough for me. You know what I mean? The fact that I even pinpointed that shit because, um, yeah, I'll fill you in on that story when we go off. Right. Because I, I ain't, it's certain stuff I ain't trying to give okay. exposure to people that's sure. dope. But, um, okay, let, me, let me switch real then. Go ahead. Because, and I'm not gonna forget that because yeah, I'm knowing yeah. you said I'd be willing to know yeah, yeah. y'all don't know. Um these young cats murdering each other, the disrespect of the dead, all that bullshit. You know, motherfucker just disrespected Nip's mural up in Fatburn. You know what's crazy? When yeah. I when I was up there, I've been up there a few times. Wall rest, banging. Rest peace, well, yeah. Um one of the times I was up there. They had, they had the official all money in crew outside, and they was monitoring the alley. You know what I'm saying? And there were signs that said, anybody who touches this mural will be sought after. You know what I mean? In, in, in they ways, you know how that goes. So yeah. it's interesting though because to me, people ain't doing it because they got real beef like this. Like. I even think of that when it comes to most street shit. Like, don't get me wrong. There's some people who are just so disrespectful and so street that they know they can go on the internet because they know they got enough support behind them that if anybody step wrong, some stuff gonna happen. But me being, me understanding the way of the OGs, the way I was raised, the way I learned from my family, being raised in East Oakland, like, you know what I'm saying? Coming down, being raised in the hood of Dago, like, even being here in the summer in the hood of day going knowing certain things like the most OG people ain't people who flash and, and acting like they gonna do something. That's right. Like if I if I ever pull something out, it's not for show and tell. Right. At that point, for the internet yeah, or at, your at, video. At that point, if I pull, <laughs> yeah, if at that point if I pull something, it's too late because I didn't got to the point to where I had to make that move. I ain't what the like what what point is that to constantly talk about how much you carrying and how much you got on you. And then be surprised when someone step to fact check you on that. You know what I mean? Like you advertising it, you setting it up for anybody who want to be a stick up kid to pull up on you. Yeah. And it's not you ain't you ain't any tougher. You know what I mean? Like you got you got people. Let's take music industry for instance. You got people in the music industry that's super connected. Never show their face. They feel you disrespect them once. They can have your whole career before you even get a chance to realize they killed your career. Yeah. That's power. Yeah. Same way work in the streets. Same way work with some of these check-ins. The same way work with the fact that if you disrespect the wrong person, it's not going to be the person on camera that shut you down. 
it's gonna be somebody else who got the power to touch yeah. you in your own city probably without you even knowing you know what i mean so these rappers who getting killed and getting disrespectful they younger you know what i'm saying they 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 i don't know if they forget the fact that they indicting themselves really they putting so much evidence out there that all the cop got to do is roll over at this point and then when they feel like slapping something on they can they got enough caught up against you to where y'all getting deep, so detailed it's like y'all ain't even saying oh we got your boy anymore y'all saying the name y'all saying the street corner y'all saying the day y'all was live yeah. y'all saying you know what i mean like yeah Yo man, what's up? It's your boy LV, you heard me. My new single out right now, you dig? On me, on every platform, Spotify, Apple Music, Tidal, you dig? Y'all go stream it. Run them numbers up for your boy, you heard me? LA to LA, Louisiana, Los Angeles, we doing this, you heard me? And then get mad when your boy do be pop. And then, no, no, I'm not saying this to incite anything, but I'm just gonna put it like this. I'm Lil Dirk, and I know Lil Tim got my boy. Guess who's better than Lil Tim out? You feel me? With both hands. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So it's like. It's right from scratch, but the strength of like the the diversity in their approach. You know, the one thing people don't realize is when you look at credits, they could be misleading if you don't know how to read credits. If you don't know how to go and look at the BMI, ASCAP, and CSAC, if you don't know, and even then, it doesn't tell you much. But if you don't understand what it could mean, you can judge. Right. You know, like, I remember somebody criticized Eminem on Rap God. And they was going off. They were like, ah, look, he got eight writers. And I looked. If you don't realize he sampled different parts of bars, he sampled parts of beats, so he credited the people he sampled on the songwriting right that don't mean they wrote his stuff of course not they credited he credited them so when the royalties kick in they get their percentage off of respect but if you go in there and dissect and say i see 15 people on here you don't know what you're even looking at he just took me to a whole different situation i want you to sit back i want you to think about eminem's vocal tone style delivery for a second then I want you to sit back and think of those same categories from a different aftermath artist by the name of Nocturnal. Yep. Do you hear the similarity in their style? I hear similarities, but I hear similarities in almost everybody Dre brought under aftermath. Dre likes certain type of artists. You can see the same thing when you had Kendrick. Kendrick does it too, but it's certain he, things. He, you know what he does. 50 he did too. 50 was the melody hook and he knew how to fluctuate his voice on certain things too. Dre works with a certain type of artist. So, of course you see that in like, you know, you can kind of pick and choose and then you can see which ones really bubbled under him have very similar characteristics, even outside of the work ethic. Well, no one sounded like Snoop. No, no, no one sounded like Snoop, but I said characteristics. Because you can take Nocturnal and Eminem and put them side by side and damn it, you have the same MC. Very, very similar, but... I'm just saying, like, the fact that Snoop has the melody, Snoop has the, the, the flow and the certain approach. Dre likes to be able to really make instruments out of the artist he brings in. Right. You know what I'm saying? But but if you really want to talk, if you want to talk one of the hardest things, you know who one of Eminem's favorite MCs is? Redman. Really? Redman is in his top, if not his favorite MC. 
if you took a black Eminem, who would you get? And really dissect some of their approach and the, the charismatic, the charisma, the, the vocal inflection. Think of how Redman's catalog is. You can hear the Redman in M. I have to agree with that. I have to agree with that fully. Yeah. Some of the off the wall shit, you can hear the Redman in M. So it's like, when you look at it, M just, M just came with a different story. You to some extent yes and no I think you, you think of like a lot of OGs a lot of it, it, it's two sides to it OGs in the sense of like the parenting aspect the struggles and stuff they went through they didn't want the, some of the younger homies to go through so they softened it up you know what I mean kind of like the parents who came through the struggle got it through the mud yeah. but got money you think they're gonna let their kid want for the same things they did you know what right. I mean and then that with the outside influence of the world on the phone at the school that coming up that adds to it you know what i mean and then a lot of a lot of other ogs who ain't doing that really never had it figured out and still don't have it figured out and then personally i don't care how much you have been in whatever game you want to call it it didn't elevate it and there's like this thing music there's a lot of OGs who may or may not be maybe certified, may have messing up their street cred, and they trying to tell me how to do some music shit. When I know you don't have anything digital, you don't have you don't have any of your royalties done, you ain't moving a hundred thousand out of your trunk, you ain't moving to different cities. What are you gonna tell me? Like I'll respect you in the age situation, but the right. moment you try to boss up and tell me OG stuff, and I'm moving more connections than you, what are you gonna tell me? And what is my response going to be to where... And I don't even rapping for nine months. Yeah, yeah, and you're not offended. You know what I'm saying? Like, what's the, what's the OG who going to say, I've been doing this for I've been doing this for 30 years, and I got four videos up on YouTube that got 300 plays. going to tell somebody who got a, a, a smasher that got 15,000 on Spotify, 200,000 on YouTube. Like, what are you going to tell them? Because they've been doing it shorter and they figured out something more than you. And you too ignorant, and I don't mean ignorant in, in, in a negative sense, you don't want to gain knowledge to do what they're doing. So instead you trying to use your OG name to force them to do what you're doing and you ain't even doing it right. You teaching them game that does not apply. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like you kinda you kinda look at it like that. And then a lot of the newer age people, they don't even be tripping off of rag colors like that, like they used to. Saying. You see a lot of Bloods and Crips working together because yeah. they're looking towards money. Yeah. So the moment you even be an OG, well, I, I knew when the op was around, we would slide this and that. You start talking that, like, people don't even want to hear that after a certain point. Saying, like, people don't want to even hear that at a certain point. Like, what you, so you telling me this dude who came up in a family, whatever, who really ain't got no ops. Well, I've been cool with. I gotta slide on him. You know, I'm like people start having different logic, so yeah, it's hard to translate the message of what you learn. You know what I mean? Like the same way it was hard for some of the triple OG Crips who started it off from the gates to protect the neighborhood to tell some of the people who going through and just shooting everybody. Like we were supposed to protect our communities, not ruin them. Right. They don't want to hear from them. 
So some of the, the younger gangsters coming in, they don't want to hear from the. It's, it's a it's a spinoff effect. Like if you're not elevating and leveling up your game to, to help out people, you really are like a dying a dying thing. Like you know, you ain't really doing anything to benefit your culture or your community. You ain't you ain't running plays. You ain't connecting. You ain't helping things actually move. You ain't breaking no concrete. Yeah, you ain't nothing. And, and your name can hold certain credibility, but in the digital age. I hate to say it, but if your name ain't at least statewide, I, it don't have to be national, but if it ain't known statewide in this digital age, your hood rep low-key don't mean anything.